0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe D'Amino. On this episode, we talk with UK-based online sales and digital marketing guru, Mike Roberts. He is the owner of Making Digital Real, showing business owners and sales professionals how to make more money through digital platforms linkedin ai and automation this all includes the power of video messaging personal branding and so much more as a sales professional with over 20 years he wanted to show others how they can achieve great success without leaving their desk enjoy this interview yeah of course yeah no worries at all. that sounds good cool it looks like you got a good setup over there my radio show is called neon jazz so you got some good neon back there
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, some
0: serious vinyl back here as well. I do. I see that. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's the way. It's so weird how life went all the way to this digital thing, and now we reverted back to that really good, clean analog vibe. Love it. can't beat it. Yeah, I know. You can't beat it at all. Well, hey, Mike, it's great to meet you. Where exactly in the world are you coming from? Uh, I'm here in the UK in a
1: little place called Harrogate in North Yorkshire. It's the Yorkshire Dales, just hills and picturesque
0: scenery for miles. You heard of it? I've probably seen it on Netflix a lot, I'm sure. Probably. Probably. All creatures, great and small. Very old-fashioned movies filmed here. I love it. And I love the whole, like... When you talk about vinyl and music, I just—I mean, the Brit pop scene. So, I mean, I mean, all of the modern things that come out of Britain. It's like we always follow you. Like whether it's TV shows or music, it's like you are all like in a creative incubator of making everything the rest of the world wants to mimic amazing it's amazing and and if anyone's had a um, a live meeting with me before or a virtual meeting
1: they'll know that, that my background is full of vinyls and things it's a bit of a studio set up
0: i just love music it, it's what makes the world go around right it's the unifying language absolutely it's the one thing as a jazz host that i always i always reference was back i believe in 48 dizzy Gillespie and maybe louis armstrong together or one of the two of them went on a USO trip to a war-torn area of Africa, and it was literally at war, and they stopped that day on purpose and did not fight. And they played their show. Oh, wow. Yeah, can you imagine the power of that? That's the power of music. And then when they came out, it was like they went back at it. Amazing. I'll tell you something. You are definitely gonna be in London one day and me and you are gonna have a whiskey at Ronnie Scott's in London, okay? Oh man, I I interviewed a author by the name of Brian Gruber and he did an expose um on the great drummer, gosh, I can't believe I've drawn a blank. Anyway, he had a week at Ronnie Scott's, and I've thought, you know, between that and the Village Vanguard, you just threw a level of romanticism in my mind of having a whiskey at Ronnie Scott's that will not go away for a long time.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Well, it's really great to uh, be here chatting with you.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful to be here with you, and before we get into your life... Um, And with with marketing and er, online sales and everything that you do, we're coming out of this pandemic, whether it's the virus is going away, but it's more of the people are reemerging. How did you survive that last three years of our life on Earth? And how has it changed the way that you live your life now? Do you know what? I think I've been in sales for 20 years, right? I got, I came out of college and I got a job in telesales
1: and then I worked my way up to field sales and sales manager and all of the usual stuff. So it's not exactly an amazingly um, exciting um, 20 years, but I've made it my own because I, I think it was 2014 when I started thinking to myself, why am I driving up and down the country wearing a suit delivering pictures to people who are just going to tell me they're going to think about it? I just hated sales at that time. And I just decided that enough was enough. We've got technology. Technology was around way before COVID. And I was like, I can do video meetings. I can send video messages to people. Okay, it might take them a bit longer to do download go meeting, or whatever it is I was using at the time. But It was better than me driving
0: three hours there, three hours back, just to listen to someone in a suit tell me they'll think about it. Does that make sense? Oh, man. It's really what you're saying is manifest destiny. I think generations have gotten to a point where you don't have to work for the man. If you want to take control of your life and your future, you can do that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I was just frustrated because up and down the country, we have, and, and still to this day, there are still sales managers and sales directors of corporate companies out there saying, no, you've, you've got to shake their hand. you got to sit over the table with them and do the pitch. And it's like, really? I think those days were well and truly over way before 2021. Why are we still trying to do it? I mean, it works for many people great, but for those of us that just – want to do things
0: the smart way just let us get on with it 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 works it's kind of like vinyl can you imagine the first people that were in a room and musicians came in and said we're re-releasing this on vinyl and they were like what the hell are you talking about like if we don't take that you know if we don't take that chance to innovate and do something different we're not going to give the world something that it deserves which is you know innovation and, and 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 genuinely good things
1: Totally. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to completely live in our bedrooms and offices, ruin really our whole lives through a screen. Absolutely not. That sounds like the worst thing in the world. But if, if I've got a client and I'm going to make some money or if I'm going to help them achieve their problems, I have to ask myself, do I really need to spend seven hours out of my day commuting and on a train to do that? And if the answer is no, great. Let's, let's make it easier for everyone and let's rehumanize this digital platform. Yeah. And, um, and stop spamming and become humans again, but just
0: being smart about it. So let's get to the brass tacks of who you are and what you do. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day, and one of the kids is going to look up at you and ask, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Okay, so hopefully this
1: child knows a little bit about digital, so I would simply say I help people make more money through digital platforms, and I can help them grow their business and build their dreams, um, you know, just by showing them how to navigate the wonderful
0: world of digital and all the opportunities that it brings. Now, when you were in the third grade, what was your dream? What did you want to be when you grew up? Do you know what I? Uh, I grew up in a very, very simple small Yorkshire village, and our dreams and aspirations
1: were quite small. But all I did was I grew up through it in a family of women. I uh, I had a mum, two aunties, and a, and a and a grand that that brought me up. And uh, and we were just taught to be, you know, do the best you can. In my school, we had thirty children in the whole school. It was such a small environment. Um, I just, I just, I just wanted to have a big house and have a nice car and just have all the things that my uh, family didn't have that were bringing me up. You know, simple as that.
0: So, in your life of obviously being a highly motivated individual, who's been a role model or a hero for you? Oh, it's got, it's got to be my mum, right? Um,
1: she brought me up. She taught me all, the, all the, the right ways of doing things, and we didn't have much money growing up, but I loved tech, and I was very lucky to be brought up on the game systems and, and how to, you know. I was a geek. Let's face it. I was a proper digital little geek, and, um, and in the 80s, you know, uh, many of us, of us were. But I just think um, a lot of people wanted to use that level of geekiness to, to play games, I wanted to make money with it. I, I suppose I've always been a little bit of an entrepreneur in, it, in any way I could. I, I, I was one of the first kids to have a video camera. I wanted to make videos way before YouTube arrived to make money from it. It was amazing.
0: If you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now, who would it be? Who would you love to meet and talk to?
1: For me, there's a there's a guy called James Rolfe. Do you know? Do you know who that is?
0: Yeah, it sounds familiar.
1: So James Rolfe has a YouTube channel and he calls himself the angry video game nerd. And and one of the things that I like about James is the fact that he just has a hobby, something he loves, something he um you know has a real interest in and he made a career out of it he built a youtube channel he reviews you know terrible 16-bit video games and he's just become super successful in it and he's just taken what he loves and thrown it all together to make a
0: massive name for himself and i respect that and that's that's the guy i'm gonna want me one day you know absolutely what is it that gets you out of bed and motivates you to do what you want to do and to achieve and success and be successful in your life
1: just seeing the the impacts that I'm making on the people that I'm working with, giving away my top tips, tricks, and strategies, um, helping them whilst helping me, being my own boss, and showing people who are in a real tough situation in life look it doesn't have to be this way if you want to do something out of, outside of something you've ever thought you could do before, let me see if I can even get you on that stepping stone and show you how I did it i I was I was in a very, very um, not bad situation, but I've always wanted to run my own business and build my own dream. And it doesn't happen overnight. I was 40 years old when that started happening to me. So it will happen. It just takes a while for some people and not, not too long for others. And I like seeing people get there quicker.
0: So speaking of these people that you're helping, what's been one of the best client success stories, best fan letters you've ever gotten? Um, I reckon it was,
1: let me, this is, this was a, this is an amazing question and one I wasn't expecting at all. Um, I think it's from a, oh gosh, there's so many to choose from. It's, it's so tough because I sp because one of the, one of the products I, I offer is power hours. I don't necessarily spend Weeks and weeks and weeks with a client and taking all their money. I can, I can do so much in a power hour session and in 60 minutes I just want to give them so much information and seeing them at the end of that hour with a whole notebook full of notes saying this is exactly what I needed and this is what I'm going to utilize to take my next step. Just, just seeing all the people just really get excited about taking that next um, journey is, is they were, they were all amazing.
0: So if you would have a dream tonight, run into a younger version of yourself and you could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on what you've lived, the wisdom you've gained in your life, what would you tell that younger version of you?
1: Trust your gut instincts, you know, just because you didn't grow up in an environment that, um, you know, was full of entrepreneurs and let's just say rich people and all of those typical stereotypes. It doesn't mean that you can't be successful. I spent 20 to 25 years thinking that I would never be able to build my own business, never be able to run with my own dreams. And looking back on it now, I just wish I could have changed that mindset 20 years ago and just, and just ran with it.
0: So I'm going to go back to that question where what motivates you in a day and I'm going to kind of piggyback off of that if you get to the end of a proverbial day how do you quantify that day and look back and say that was a good day
1: When I look back on a day and think that that was a good day it means I've made some great connections in that day somebody's been in touch to tell me what a difference working with me um, that's made Um, and also I've just I mean, it's got to be taking on a new client, right? Every new client win is so amazing to me. It's, uh, it's still, you know, fills me with butterflies every time that I hear that ka noise in my email saying somebody's just booked on or they've bought your product or they've just invested in the upsell that you've got set in your automation. It, I just love it. It still gets me excited to this day.
0: So, when you were, you know, we we talked about vinyl, you know, we have it all there. You know, art is a huge motivator for us. What was the album or maybe a book that you've always loved that really opened the window to the world of art and music or creativity? What was that for you?
1: Well, my life changed probably in the midnight, well, mid to late 90s, so... I was back then a huge fan of uh dance music when trance music was at its all time high when there was no smartphones and we were all in clubs having a great time and we were there for the music. Um, so so there's a few things in my collection which will always, you know, just give me an amazing start or end to the day. And that would be something along the lines of Paul Van Dyke or system uh ferry course and i just love the dance music and trans vibes it just gets me going it's just so uplifting do you know do you know what i mean
0: yeah i do yeah and um you know moby was one of those that kind of got me into that realm and um i love electronica i mean i'm a jazz guy but i love a lot of different musics but yeah definitely i i, I know who those cats are so for sure um yeah, so and Moby, Fatboy Slim. Yeah, and there's a lot of nostalgic uh,
1: memories now with all of these albums.
0: Yeah, and there's so many of these cats now that yeah, that are really really good. Um, yeah, Fatboy Slim. I remember him in the late '90s when he really took off. That's that's stellar music. Um, so everyone out there has a perception of you and uh, an idea of who they think you are. Your family, friends, clients, colleagues. But ultimately, you're in control of your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Um, I'm I'm somebody that's made
1: a lot of mistakes. I'm somebody that's made um, a lot of uh, decisions in life uh, that's got me to where I am today. And I just think um, my perception of me is somebody that um, uh, gets up when they're, uh, each time they're, they're knocked off their stool, you know?
0: I like it. That's a great answer. Mike, if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, get involved with anything that you're creating, where's the best place to go? Yeah, so if
1: anyone is just interested in uh, taking some of my freebies and understanding some secret amazing hidden gems of digital corners such as LinkedIn, AI, anything like that, just search Making Digital Real, head over to my vault, and um, and you'll see me there, and it would be great for you to, to come and connect, and um, that would be awesome.
0: Wonderful, Mike. Man, this is great. I really appreciate you opening up. Great to meet you. Best of luck with everything. Joe, you're an absolute legend. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.